Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Boomer Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Of course, a lot of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets talk and... That's going to be the off-season story in New York football, and we know all the reasons why. But thinking about it, the Jets are in a situation now that if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, they are absolutely screwed. And this is what happens when you draft a guy number two overall, and he doesn't pan out at least up until this point, and they don't want to start the season with him next year as the starting quarterback. That's the issue. Because, let's look at these other options now. We just touched on before in the CeeLo update how the Raiders now might, quote, squat on Derek Carr. Meaning that, now here's just simplified, because I know Al was confused about this. Derek Carr wants to be released. The Raiders want to trade him because of compensation. And they know that if Derek Carr gets released, they're not going to get anything back. So they could sit on him and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait until Derek Carr says, all right, fine, whatever, trade me to the team with the best compensation back. I don't care. I just need to get out of here. So that could go on for months. And Baker Mayfield last year was in that same situation with the Browns. He was waiting to get released. They didn't release him. They wanted something back, and that didn't happen until much later in the offseason. So that's one thing that could end up screwing the Jets' plans up. The other guy that everybody's talking about, we mentioned before, too, Jimmy Garoppolo. You really want Jimmy Garoppolo to be your starting quarterback? No. I mean, everything that you have heard about this guy not being committed off the field, hurt every year, standing on the sideline, smiling, being a product of this Kyle Shanahan offense with all those weapons, absolutely not. So where else are you going to go after this? I mean, and Derek Carr probably wants to go to Carolina anyway with Frank Reich. That appears to be a thing. You're going to go with Baker Mayfield? Is that the guy you're going to go with? Tom Brady's not coming here. What are you going to do? I mean, Boomer threw out Andy Dalton as a guy that like could come in and start a couple of games and, and tell Zach Wilson how to be a pro. But you're telling me the Jets that are in this win-now mode with, with guys' jobs on the line after they fired their offensive coordinator are going to start the season with Andy Dalton as a quarterback? I think they're going to go with Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. Because here's the thing about Carr. This is what I don't understand, this whole idea of not moving him or doing or releasing him. He's got a fully guaranteed $40 million coming to him. Mm-hmm. What if he just says, no problem, guys, I'll be there for camp? Well, that's basically what you know Baker Mayfield was but, doing. But but the, the Browns had Deshaun Watson. Yeah. What do the Raiders have? Well, here's the thing. They, they might end up getting Aaron Rodgers. How? Maybe Tom How Brady goes him? there. Well, at that point, they're going to have to get rid of him for sure. Right. Yeah. So that's why it makes no sense. You can't all of a sudden say, we're going to sign Tom Brady 
with him on the roster with a guaranteed $41 million. I know this is a game of chicken. I get it. But he's the one, and at least from the way everything I read, he's the one in control. How about this? I know he said goodbye. No problem. Don't, don't, don't release me. Don't trade me where I want to go. I'll be back. Right, and that will screw them up. Yeah, that would go screw them up totally. So, uh, to me, it makes no sense to do this unless you really think he wants out that badly that he would sit out and basically give up and be fined every day. I get the sense for $40 million, he will show up. Yeah, oh, of course. And he's not that guy I could see holding out or being weird or anything like that. He'd just be like, hey, listen, I'm under contract. This is the money that I'm getting. If anything, gee, this helps the Jets. Because maybe they go down the road of Rodgers, mm-hmm. and the Raiders still haven't done anything as they squat on him. And the Jets realize very quickly, this Rodgers thing ain't going to work out. Maybe they can work out a deal with with with, uh, with uh, Oakland, uh, Las Vegas. Now, do you think that, as we've heard, there's no way that the Packers are trading the Aaron Rodgers to an NFC team? Do you think that the Raiders are saying, we'd rather have Derek Carr go to an NFC team? Or do you think that he's just going to have to be released? I think they've had enough of Derek. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. I I don't think it matters. He's a nice quarterback. He's not great. He's not a bad quarterback to me. He's an above-average quarterback. That's what he is. But this isn't like... I don't look at Derek Carr going to a team saying, oh my God. they got Like if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, for real. If I'm a Dolphin fan, a Patriot fan, even a Bills fan, I'm like, damn. The Jets just got Aaron Rodgers. With you were talking when we started the show about building draft up, and I feel like the Jets have done that. Now they're ready to make those last couple of moves in free agency. Like they've done the right thing. They have built this team from the core through the draft. Now you add Aaron Rodgers. If you're in Buffalo, how could you not be like, wow? Aaron no, of won. course. I, I just the, the biggest hurdle to me is Aaron Rodgers wanting to finish his career here. That's the biggest hurdle. I don't think it matters. I really don't. I, you know, he can say what he wants to say. At the end of the day, I don't think it matters. I really don't. But to him, who's been a, you know, he's been in Green Bay his entire career. He's a West Coast sure. guy. I mean, for him to now come all he, I just don't feel like he'd be comfortable. Why? Because it's a complete we'll like Florham Park. Yeah. People said that about Favre too. He's a country bumpkin. Guess what? He lived on a farm out near Florham Park. It's not like you're living in a penthouse in Manhattan. And you, you're—it's different. This whole notion of New York is not true. No, they're I understand. Western part of New Jersey, right? But Brett Favre was also way more desperate. Like that guy was so pissed off about the way things were going. He wanted to play. He wanted to stick it to his former team. He wanted to find a way to get to a division rival, which he did with the Minnesota Vikings, and then ended up beating them twice in that regular season. He got what he wanted there. I don't see Aaron Rodgers as that desperate. Let me ask you this. I don't know. I don't think it's desperate at all, I, I, to be quite honest. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you look at the Jet roster and we've talked about the offensive pieces that this Jet team has, I think we agree. Pretty good. If I'm Aaron Rodgers and I say, all right, well, they're not going to trade me to an NFC team, I think that's probably pretty clear. I wouldn't think anyway. What are my options? He's gushing about Zach Wilson. He's got a chance to go with a lot of offensive pieces around him now and see... If I ever won with the Jets, like, wow. I don't think he's in tune with that, though. I don't think he's in tune with the the Jet organization stuff. I I really don't. But the Jets' reputation, I would say, goes well beyond the fans. I think everybody in football knows they haven't won in forever. Yeah, I just don't think that that is what drives him. Like he's like, man, I'd really love to bring a championship to the Jets. But if you told me that that wasn't a factor in a few of them. In turn, like I don't look at it as desperate to continue your career at all. I think he could look at it as a legit place to go win. 
Yeah, I just think about Tyreek Hill, and I know his other option was Miami, but I think about Tyreek Hill and how he was just, it was, it was a total known brainer for him to go to Miami over the Jets. And I just wonder if it comes down to Nevada and Las Vegas with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. He's he's just he's gonna be like, hey, I'd rather live out there. It's closer to my home in Malibu. Uh, it's a it's a tax free state. Like it's uh, Josh McDaniels is out there. I, I don't know. I just to me, he's it just it doesn't it doesn't seem to fit. And I also think I want. Yeah, I think I, it does fit. See, I, I for his perspective, it fits for the Jets' perspective one hundred percent. But the other thing I wonder is, does the Favre trajectory have any impact on him? Does he, does him going, I'm really going to do exactly what Brett Favre did? I'm going to go to that same organization? Go do it better. Uh, maybe. I just, I think that might play a part of it too. Like, I'm actually That's living possible. Brett Favre's life, the exact life. The guy that I sat there and criticized all these times, like, at, I'm going to do the exact same thing? Look at it this way. In a couple of years, you get uh, Aaron Rodgers in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, don't, I You know, and I don't know. It's only what I read. If him and Nathaniel Hackett were close, like, that's another piece. To the puzzle. You know, maybe he wants to play for Nathaniel Hackett again. If I don't know. I don't know how much they talk, text. If they are friends, they're not friends. I don't know if all that stuff with McAfee was made up, you know, with uh, with A.J. Hawk asking him the question about Zach Wilson. He's trying to find his way here. Maybe he, I don't know. I, I really don't. You know, is the Raiders situation, you know, better? I guess. I mean, I, I thought that there was going to be a much better football team this year. And they turned out to be lousy. You know, they, they lost a lot of games that they had leads in. Is it because the offense shut down in the second half or because the defense wilted in the second half? Yeah, the, here's the problem. None of us can get into Aaron Rodgers' mind at all. And we're sitting here trying to figure that. that out. I think Aaron Rodgers can get in his own mind sometimes. Exactly. But, the, but this is, I, I'm trying to, and I'm, and I'm probably going to, I, I will fail at this because the guy's very unique and different and, and there's just a lot of things going on with him. At the end of the day, if you're the Jets, you make a hard run at him. You make the offer that you think will land him here. And if ultimately they say no or he voids it, I don't even know. I would think he's got a no-trade clause. I don't know that, though. I'd have to look. Um, you make a run at it. And I think you do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. I, oh, 100. I totally agree with that. The Jets have to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. But I, this is what I'm trying to think. All right, Aaron Rodgers comes back from his trip to Peru, and he's he's contemplating his NFL future, and he's sitting down, and he's thinking about it, and he's like, I've got three options. Now, I know that the Green Bay Packers said that they were going to move on from him, but let's let's say, for example, that it's still the door's still a little bit open there for him to go back. You know, I could finish my career as a Green Bay Packer. I could retire at this point. And and for him, obviously, you know, the money, uh, clearly, I, he's one of the few guys I actually think that would retire and, and leave some money on the table because he's so wacky and he's, he's made so much. Or I could go and put on another uniform and finish my career as a New York Jet. And to me, I don't see Aaron Rodgers in a, in a yoga position on a yoga mat somewhere in, in, in Malibu, California, you know, doing his um, Hare Krishna beads, saying, "I'm going to go to play for Rob Sala and the Jets." I, I just don't. I just don't see. Right. Does Brady winning with the Bucks play into it at all? Yeah, I'm sure that it does. I mean, there's a guy who was a career Patriot who no one ever saw him in another uniform. Went to Tampa and won, and now might go to a third team. 
I just think it's different. I don't. It, this isn't like when we were kids. I, it doesn't matter anymore. It just doesn't. I mean, but what what part of it doesn't matter to you? Like what? What I do you think, think doesn't matter? Matters to a lot of these guys. But it's also it's just a completely. I I talk about all the time that right the second that Zach Wilson got drafted, it was like this guy. Now he didn't have a choice at that point. But this, like this place isn't for him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. Aaron Rodgers has been around long enough where he's thinking is is that place for me you know and, and the jets are going to need something like this to get over the hump with their quarterback and i'd love it if he were here don't get me wrong i'd absolutely love it i just for whatever reason it just, i can't see him making that decision to come here well to be fair i didn't see brett Favre here either for real i didn't i never thought it would work and then in some capacity it didn't work because he got hurt and the season ended poorly but it was working. For 11 games, it was working really well. Yeah, eight and three, yeah. And I remember when he showed up, I remember Jericho Cotchery, when I was, cause I was covering the Jets that year. And I remember when Favre came to his first practice that summer in August, I guess it was. I remember Cotchery like, like, wow, this guy just throws the ball different. There's a, there's this aura around him. Like, we got Brett Favre. I feel the same way about Rodgers. Does it seem likely? I don't know. Does it seem made up? Yes. Is it possible? Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, from the from every perspective out there, other than Aaron Rodgers, I agree that it makes sense. But just him making that decision, right? But that's what I'm trying to say. I felt I felt the same way. Favre, the guy from Mississippi, him coming here, please. he was desperate. You got to remember, this is a little bit different. Like, he was so ticked off. He still wanted to play for the Packers. He still thought he had something in there. He he was not he retired so of what, but he it was his fault. But he kept going back and forth on that stuff, and then he decided he wanted to go back, and he was desperate to play again. I have Aaron and then Rogers, they didn't welcome him back, so he was like, "Oh, you're not going to welcome me back. I'm going to show you guys." But have the have Rodgers and the Packers not gone back and forth on personnel? And now you're hearing that they prefer to move on. That doesn't tick him off, yeah, to but, some extent. Mm. I mean, they literally, there's the, such the different personalities, true, though. They want to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And replace him with what? Jordan Love, who I they've know. seen take seven snaps? I know. It's just so stupid. It's right. so stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't get in their heads. Who knows? <sighs> That's why I think it's hot, not highly. I think it's very possible that this actually happens. Because the options are not plenty of. All right, you want to tell me Vegas? Maybe. But then Vegas better move on from Derek Carr very quickly before you pull that trigger. Because sure. you can't have both on the roster. It doesn't make right. any sense. Yeah. Not financially. Now, Boomer's brought up the Titans a couple of times. Oh, I don't see. I don't. I have. That would <laughs> make like, no sense to me. people in Tennessee like, won't go to the Jets. <laughs> but, I mean, listen, if they if, if you're talking three years ago, I mean, in, in Nashville, probably a little more attractive, obviously, because of the tax reasons. Um, but. If you would have told me A.J. Brown's still there, Corey Davis is still there, and Derrick Henry is three years younger, then yeah. Right. That makes a little more sense to me. Now, they've got, like, the, the tight end Ferkser, and that's about <laughs> it. That's all I got. <laughs> it's uh, not great right now in Tennessee. That is true. <laughs> all right. I want to uh, take Anthony this call. Ferkser. Anthony Ferkser. Uh Eddie's in Dallas. What's going on, Eddie? Hey, how you doing, boy? Hey. Good, man. What's up? All right, long time listener. I haven't really spoke to you, Jill, before. I love Sayville. I uh, spent a lot of time in some Oh, nice. Long. Look at that. Love to hear it. But here's how I'm coming after, and it's not a like it's a bad thing. It's just simple. I'm going to explain to you why Micah Parsons and anybody else, us old football timers, we love our division. And it's true, they're our enemy. Love thy enemy. 
And we love our enemy because they represent who we play twice a season every year. And if our division is strong, then it means we're strong. And Dallas, they're getting a lot of heat. I'm out here in Dallas now, obviously. I'm from New York, and I've been a lifelong Cowboy fan from when I was a kid. And that's a whole other story as to why. Well, obviously, Dallas was good in the 70s, and the Giants sucked. But <laughs> that aside, it, it had to do with the way tickets were distributed amongst our family, and I just happened to end up in the Cowboy game every year. It's it, it, simple. I hate the Eagles. Don't get me wrong. I got a buddy from Philadelphia. I, I uh, we, we talk such smack to each other. But at the end of the day, and I got to tell you, I'm not sure I'm really rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but they are the NFC East. And if the NFC East wins another Super Bowl, which have been pretty good, and they're always criticized, it's kind of good. No, I mean, listen, I totally disagree. And you can have your take on it. I totally disagree with that for a number of reasons. One, there's nobody out there that is giving props to the rest of the division when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. They don't go back and then reevaluate what the Giants did or what the Cowboys did and say, oh, maybe those teams are a little better than we expected because the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That does not happen. Also, you're talking about a team now that has a young superstar quarterback in Jalen Hurts that presumably is going to be good for a very long time, which you don't want to deal with. For example, my wife, who isn't the biggest sports fan in the world, was lamenting the fact that the Bengals were back into the AFC Championship game, and I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl, and she's like, man, the Steelers are really screwed, huh? (laughs) It's like, yeah. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just... And then the other thing is, too, you don't want that fan base that hates you having those moments that you can't have. So I, I, I totally disagree with that from a fan standpoint. Your team does not get better just because a team in your division ends up winning the Super Bowl. I never want to see could the just, Packers, Lions, or Bears win a Super Bowl. Could just be a sign of more things to come with Jalen Hurts on this team. Yeah. Now, I know he's got to get paid, and that's going to change things. Which is, again, why it's stupid that the quarterback salary goes towards the cap. Um, but the, the salary cap and his salary likely will tear apart that team to an extent where he's going to have to figure it out the way Patrick Mahomes has without Tyreek Hill. Let's go to Paul in Smithtown. What's going on, Paul? Hey, get these dummies off the air. Come and go wear his Roger Starback jersey to an Eagles game and let me know how he works out about the NFC East brotherly love nonsense. Bruised. Get out of here. Get, 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 get off the air with this nonsense. We're, we're in New Yorkers, you morons. We don't need to fly anybody else's colors over our city. Like David Ortiz says, this is our effing city. So get off the air. Stay in La La Land in Texas. It's a little Starback on 1970. Shut up. <laughs> Great job, Paul. Great job. Yeah, uh, well said. Uh, I agree. Right. I absolutely. And you know what? There's more people who feel Paul's way yes. than feel the guy from Texas. Although way. I will tell you, there are a lot of people that I heard when the Mets lost. Uh, when the Mets was the, the Mets, I forget. When your team loses to the team that ultimately wins, and that's not the case because of the Padres, you kind of feel like, well, you know, we got beat by the better team. What are you no, I do? hate that. The, but the Cowboys lost to the Niners, so it doesn't even work in his case where he's like, well, I'm rooting for the division. No. Yeah, no. see, I, I'm the opposite of that. If if the team that my team loses to goes and wins a Super Bowl, if that game was a close game and not a blowout, then I think my team could have done it. That if close. We, if we won that game, then we could have done the right. same thing. Now, if you get blown out, you know, and that team goes on, then it's a totally different story. Like the Giants, for example. The Giants couldn't get to the Super Bowl this year. Like, they were nowhere near where the Eagles were. But if the Giants... Had pl- if that game was 17 16 sure. or oh, something, yeah. then you yeah. think, holy crap. Yeah. You know, we, it could have been us. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All righty, we're in GO on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got CeeLo back, who's in this morning, to give us an update. What's up, Chris? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. You had key players missing on both sides for last night's Nets-Lakers matchup in Brooklyn. And the net bench stepped up in a big way. Thomas cut off by Damian Jones. Pulls back three on the way, and it's good for Cam Thomas. Well, cherry on top of the Sunday. 21 for Cam. Four out of six from behind the arc. Chris Carino here. Is Brooklyn in the house? I thought so. Yeah, he and Patty Bills with 21 apiece off the bench. The bench with 66 points. Kyrie Irving with the starters led the way with 26 as the Nets went on to beat L.A. 121-104. No LeBron or Anthony Davis for the Lakers. You had no Durant or Ben Simmons for the Nets. Here's Kyrie. Pat Beverly tried to get under my skin and off my game. I wasn't having it, though. I just kept telling him, like, the objective of the game is to win. So me going back and forth with you right now and trying to score over you every single time, like, it... That's not really where my energy is. I'm just trying to win the game, Pat. What do, what do you think, G? Uh, four years, 200 for Kyrie? What do you think? Man, <laughs> if, if they have success in the playoffs, meaning that they get to the finals or win the whole thing, then there's no doubt he's going to get that contract. Yes. I just wonder. It's going to be a very tough call because, you know, Kevin Durant wants him around. If they fizzle out in the playoffs again, do they give him that big deal? I don't know. I don't know. They fizzle out in the playoffs again. Is Duran here next year? We'll see. I don't know. I really, I don't know anymore. Right. I thought this guy was gone. Weird I was a year. Celebrating when he requested that trade. I, I called Boomer. Are. We were on the phone. He put Wally Zerbiak on the phone. And I know. You I guys had a threesome? Yes. <laughs> you, Boomer, and Wally? Oh, it was great. Three-way call. Screaming, wow. laughing. It was awesome. I know he has the extension of the contract, but none of that matters in the NBA anymore, right? No. The guy want out, wants out, they get out. Exactly. Well, he wanted out in the offseason and it didn't happen, but they did get Steve Nash run out after whatever it was. He stunk anyway. How many games was it? Was it less than 10? 
I forget now. But that is true. Like, and that was one of the points at the time when one of these superstars wants out. It usually happens, or wants a change with a coach or roster. It, right, it usually happens. Yes. Now Durant is expected rather than later from the knee sprain. So Jacques Vaughn already getting questions about his starting five and his rotations when that happens. Hey, one thing at a time. I think we're going to still try to stay in the realm of not looking forward to the days ahead and losing track of uh, and wasting these days right now. What about Joe Harris? He seems to play well with. Oh, Durant. that's Al's guy. Yes, Joe, Joe. What's his somebody name? This morning, yeah, <laughs> Joe. There's a Joe on. I the wanted team, to say right? Jefferson. <laughs> Joe Jefferson. <laughs> I'd be wrong. Here's Vaughn asked about Harris. Yeah, the great thing is, I think your numbers would be good with KD if you started. So you know, he kind of just skews all the numbers. So you got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. I did go on to compliment Harris's versatility, but point being, like, you're going to give me anyone's numbers, but Durant, it's going to look pretty good. You got yep. the Nets at Boston tomorrow night, while the Lakers turn around and visit the Knicks this evening at the Garden. And uh, speaking of resting players you like the LeBron Lakers tonight. did on yeah, Monday. Yeah, that's right. Of course. <laughs> going to the Knicks game tonight. No, 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 oh, okay. no. No, I just meant the Knicks get to see LeBron tonight. Oh, yeah, I would think She's so. not allowed in the garden. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. That's it. You're not allowed in the yeah, garden? Yeah, not anymore. Not after what I said about Dolan. There's no way. Uh, definitely my fat facial, face is on that recognition. facial recognition. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sal's heading that way as well. Oh, there is there is no way I'd be allowed in that place. So <laughs> on the topic of resting players, Steph Curry asked about that last night off Golden State's road, went over the Thunder. Uh, the Warriors have a back-to-back coming up later this week, so Steph asked if he will campaign to play in both games. Uh, I usually campaign to play every game, so that's the uh, misconception about load management and how it goes. It's never the player that's usually saying, hey, I want to sit. And he would continue on that point that part of our, our league and all that it's usually not the player that's going to the training staff and saying hey i don't have it tonight it's usually the other way around and there's a lot of science involved so yes i will campaign to play but we'll see how it goes. watching those highlights it re- and that's gonna sound stupid he really has ruined the game ruined it you know because of how good because he of how good he is yeah. that others think they can do the same things he does like he, it's amazing he can just step across midcourt a couple of feet, yeah. pull up and hit these shots like it's a five footer, and like that one. And you know how far that is? Yeah. And it's all these guys do it, and it's really, the game is terrible. I mean, I know that Trey Young was really good in that series against the Knicks in the playoffs, but, I mean, he's the perfect example of a guy who's talented, but he's not that. No, he's not that. He tries to play like that, and it doesn't end up working Not out. everybody can be Steph Curry. Matter no. of fact, very few people can. Man. By the way, we talked about the James Harden thing last hour. So someone tipped me off to this, and I probably should have done a little digging. So we got the answer to what happened with him coming off the bench there. Uh, turns out he was supposed to come back into the game after taking a breather, and he forgot to check in <laughs> and just totally blanked. And actually, if you look at the replay again, you see the assistant come over, and he's like pointing to the court like you're supposed to be in the game. <laughs> so he just so there are only four guys Correct. out there? They had four guys he runs oh. on mid-play, ends up with a T. Okay. They were losing at the time by like 15, but they came back to win. So okay. somebody tweeted at him or like, what What are you doing here? You got a little miscommunication. We mm. got the W, though. Okay, all, all right. Good. I thought that there were five guys on there. I actually already. like this better. He just They told him he was going back in, and he just completely yeah. blanked. Hey, I'm just going to go sit down and continue my breather. Oh, I'm in. Okay, let me just run out mm. onto the court middle of the play. <laughs> kind of cool. 
cool. Uh, torn UCL in Brock Purdy's throwing elbow. For those of you that thought he was uh, faking it or dogging it or, you know, right, not wanting to come back in the game. Obviously, big blow for him and the Niners. And Never said he was faking NFC it. Title game. No, you said you wanted to see more. Right, I wanted to see him try to throw the ball down the field. You said for those. I didn't you know, I want to see Al like, specifically, but, you know. Try to throw the ball down yeah. the field. So that'll keep him out six months and no matter And Al called business what. decision. Yeah. <laughs> Business decision for a guy with a contract making seven hundred grand for the next four years. That's uh, I know. Yeah, or next three years now. Uh, anyway, he's going to seek additional opinions on surgery, but uh, sounds like six months, no matter how you slice it. So should at least have him ready for training camp. Leftover from the extensive on-field celebration Sunday night at Arrowhead. This was Pat Mahomes Sr. on field talking with KSHB 41, local TV in Kansas City, taking his own little dig at the Bengals and their quarterback. Have you got a cigar on your own, I see? Yeah, I'm smoking the Joe Burrow. You smoking on the Joe Burrow? I'm smoking on the Joe Burrow. How's it feel to be headed back to the Super Bowl? Uh, it feels great, you know. You know, my baby boy did what he always do. You know, he's going to show up and, and show out. And I'm just glad he did it. Sounds like he had himself a fun time oh, on Sunday night. Awesome. <laughs> that, that, that was Burrow. Right. No, I know. I know. And I didn't like some of the stuff with the Chiefs, but that piece of audio and that video was the best thing that came out of that. Yeah. A Joe Burrow. <laughs> a Joe smoking on a Joe Burrow. <laughs> and that guy, of course, a New York Met in the past, which makes yeah. it even better. My baby boy showed up and showed out. <laughs> That's great. More of him, please. Yeah. Speaking of uh, smoking, I think Rex might have been hitting think something. You can get Patrick uh, Mahomes Sr. on. The no. week of the Super Bowl. No, no, Al's not interested in anything. No, I'm not, <laughs> not going there. Nope. Okay. He just did high heat with dog last week on Friday <laughs> on TV. Baseball? Yeah. Well, he was a baseball player. Correct. No one's interested in his baseball takes. Well, he didn't have him on to talk baseball. He had him on the t- well, maybe they did a little baseball. That's a baseball show. Yeah, but everyone wants to be everything. You can't do baseball. <laughs> I turn on high heat. I want to watch baseball. I'm sure they did some baseball, but the obvious draw the Friday before the title game is, hey, what's going on? I don't with- know how people have all these people's all right. phone numbers. Like, who, who do you call to get Patrick Mahomes Sr. on? Jay Horowitz. Uh, Good one. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, connect the dots. Jerry did that very nicely. <laughs> no retort from Al. Nicely played. Okay. Nicely produced. It might well. be the first time ever. <laughs> so fast he had that. We didn't have to think about that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, here was Rex on ESPN yesterday. You know, okay, where's Tom Brady going next? If he comes back, trying to figure out the landing spot. Uh, this is one I had not heard anywhere as Rex uh, had a. Uh, opinion, a take. I think it's a hot take. He even kind of, uh, I think, clarifies that. What at the we call it a hot here. take? Well, that's, what, that's what Al was asking me this morning. And Rex actually, I think, admits at the beginning here. It's just like, okay, it's a little, little nuts. A little out there. Over the top, looking for so a So it's reaction. a crazy opinion, basically. Crazy opinion, or you're looking for, you know, you know that you're maybe trolling a little bit. You're looking for a response. Something okay. along those lines. Okay, anyway. this is Rex Ryan. Yeah, here's Thank, you. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Here he is saying hello again. This is going to be a crazy one, but I'm telling you, watch the, the Washington commanders in this. And this is why I say it could happen. There's a strong possibility that there's going to be a change in ownership, all right? And when that happens, these owners aren't tied in to that coach. Now, that coach, who we did not name, is Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. So he's got the new ownership coming in, whacking Ron Rivera, <laughs> and bringing in a Brady-Sean Payton team. And somehow that's all going to happen in the span of the next, call it, two months or so. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens once these games are over and you got the two weeks. <laughs> You get stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there is no way in no. hell 
that that is Tom going Brady to be wants to play in Washington. Washington Commanders. No, no chance. Nah, don't see it happening. But it's fun. Fun fodder. Then again, about. I'm the same person saying Aaron Rodgers would want to play for the Jets. So <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't know. To me, I could. That to me is a more obvious transition than the Brady to the Commanders one would be. With the I mean, coach. everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Yeah. I even read from that Green Bay Packers blog that said that he's got a better chance of winning a Super Bowl with the Jets than the Packers. Well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, we, the talent on the roster, yeah. the Daniel Hackett, the Zach Wilson connection to a lesser extent. Right, so the, the point is that people have made that connection with Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Rex Ryan's the only guy yes. who's made Tom <laughs> Brady to the Commanders. Yeah. Yeah. And all the folks that were sitting there with him at the table were looking at him like, what are you, nuts? <laughs> and Matt Hasselbeck was obviously, maybe if they offered him a piece of that new ownership, he, mm. might, he might have a conversation. But uh, yeah, it seemed a little bit out of left field. Uh, salary caps going up next year. The NFL reportedly informing all teams that it will go to a record 224.8 course that being million an increase of about so, 16 and a half what is the year that the cap is supposed to explode because that's not well it's going to a new record maybe not explode yeah, yeah this isn't exploding that's not it though i mean that's a I nice think, increase but i don't know the answer to that i know there's a new tv deal or something there's that kicks in at yeah. the end of one of these seasons but i guess that's not it because it's 16 million dollars is this not ain't it no yeah it's a nice increase it. that's all maybe I don't know. Year or two down the road, what's the new TV deal? Is it because they're getting nine billion dollars a year? No, I know, but like when we say new TV deal, what was the big? It was Amazon coming aboard this season, no? I'm not sure. This is one of those rights for the other networks, like re the contract expires and they've already agreed to that. Well, you know what? It's too it's too complicated. It is Wednesday night football and HGTV have the answer for it. Right? Yeah, I'm running right down the list there of uh, why that's the case. Uh, New Islander Bo Horvat, Canucks captain, coming over in a big trade. Yesterday, that kind of typical Lou Lamorello comes out of left field. Yeah. No one really had any uh, rumblings or rumors about it, at least not that I heard anywhere. Uh, <laughs> as the Islanders sent Anthony Beauvillier, their uh, young prospect, Atu Ratu, who played in about 12 games. That's for how them. you say that guy's last name? I checked on it. I checked Brendan Burke calling his first career goal. I know, because it's spelled uh, R A T Y. Yeah. Okay. Atu Ratu. Atu Ratu. Yes. 20, or 20 years old. Nice young kid going to Vancouver. Sounds like Jerry now. Caveman stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Horvath comes aboard. He's got 30 goals or so already this season. I think it's tied for eighth in the league. So some nice uh, scoring punch on an expiring contract. 27 years old. See how he does here with the Isles and whether or not they can keep him around long term. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Before I tell you about this sports superstar showing up at some place that I can't make heads or tails of, Anthony Ferkser, yeah, no longer on the Titans. Oh, you make a lot of errors, man. Oh, he's an Atlanta Falcon. That's your error. So, he was a Titan. It was the first thing that popped in my mind because he had a funny name. But All right. if Aaron Rodgers does go to the Titans, Anthony no Ferkser. Ferkser is, they call him Mother Ferkser. He's not going to be there. So that's that's an unfortunate situation. All right. All right. So as CeeLo's doing his update, we are watching one of the highlight shows in the background on one of our monitors. And we see Jalen Hurts show up at a sporting event. Right. My first thought was a Sixers game. Exactly. And then I'm looking and I'm looking and I see Syracuse, Virginia. And then I look even closer and I see the big S on the court. And I'm like, Jalen Hurts went to the Carrier Dome Mm. a day after the NFC Championship game to see Syracuse, Virginia. Now, Jalen Hurts didn't go to Syracuse. We know that. He was with Brandon Graham, by the way, as well, his teammate. He didn't go to Syracuse, so there's no connection there. And CBS Sports Network is playing the video now as he shows up, and he's sitting there courtside. So can you connect the dots and figure out why Jalen Hurts and Brandon Graham were courtside at the Carrier Dome with Syracuse and Virginia a day after the NFC Championship game. No, I cannot. You have any guesses at all? No, that's why I looked as puzzled as you did when I saw it. The first thing I looked up was, do they have a family member on the team? Would make sense. Jalen Hurts, does he have a younger brother? Does he have a cousin? Does Brandon Graham, same thing? No. That's a no, okay. That's not what it is. Okay, was there a paid appearance that they were not doing that. No, they don't need to do that. No. Then I'm thinking, is Jim Beheim a huge Eagles fan? Mm. And does Jim Beheim invite them and they say, hey, we love Jim Beheim. We've developed a relationship with him. I would him. say no to that, too. That's also no. These are all things that popped into my head. Hmm. So, turns out, they're friendly with a billionaire named Adam Weitzman. Adam Weitzman is the CEO of Upstate Shredding Weitzman Recycling, a scrap metal processing company. Scrap metal. That's right. Scrap metal. Do you need scrap metal? Do you want to get rid of scrap metal? (laughs) Um, So they have, he's a huge donor to Syracuse Athletics, and he helps out with the nil stuff for them as well. And he gets to know famous athletes. So, for example, he has sat courtside at games next to Tom Brady, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Allen Iverson. Also, Jimmy Fallon has sat next to him. So he somehow in his world gets, scrap metal. gets to these, the scrap metal world, gets to these famous athletes, and he invited Jalen Hurts and Brandon Graham up to Syracuse, presumably 
send a jet for them to come up. Whatever you want, we can go and hang. Like, do they pay them to endorse, like, their company or something? No. Scrap metal. Out of the blue, because they're worth more than most, they just reach out and say, hey, do you want to go to a game? I think that probably knowing somebody like that, who's a multi-billionaire, is good for the athlete in all sorts of ways. Yeah, I guess. And he's like, hey, man, this guy's going to fly us up there. We're going to sit courtside at a college basketball game, and let's have some fun. I mean, that's just basically what they're they're saying. No, I know. I'm just wondering if you're the billionaire, like how that introduction goes. You just reach out and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm worth a lot of money. Would you like to come watch a game? Yeah, it's a true idea. Basically, I think that's I think that's, yeah. That's That's strange. And be like, listen, I took Brady to a game. I took Giannis to a game. You know, hey, it's pretty cool. I think you guys did great this season. I'd like to host you. And I'm sure there's guys that turn them down. Hey, listen, Adam, I appreciate it, but I just played an NFC Championship game. I'm kind of tired. And he's like, oh, whatever, next time. And this time they accepted the the odd. offer. Odd. It is odd. And would, like you say, G, it's always nice to be buddy-buddy with some folks with some means. <laughs> True. Now, I'm Boomer Esiason. Now, this is a totally, this is even another level. <laughs> Above that level that you're yes. referring to. Yes. I right, exactly. Which is a pretty good level. It's a great level. Right. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not disparaging that level. I think we'd all love to be on that level. Um, but this this is now, we're talking like stratosphere stuff. Right. This is not top 2%. This is top 02 Yeah, but 1%. for you, it's nice to know you could just go drive a recycling truck sometime if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Of course. If ever, anything went wrong, first call's going to, hmm. I'm, I'm either going to be, uh, you know. Delivering tequila somewhere. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Packaging burrata. <laughs> or, or dropping dumpsters off. Here's your tilapia. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that's what happened. But it is, it is sort of a strange thing, I have to admit. I thought it was going to yeah, be weird. something something totally different from that. How, I thought, about, how about you're the athlete? Mm-hmm. You go from, so Jalen Hurts goes to the Eagles. You don't know what to expect. I think a lot of people probably weren't thrilled with him being the quarterback when it first started. And all of a sudden, he takes a couple of steps. And now this giant leap to becoming one of the best players in the NFL on what is arguably the best team in the NFL. And I don't mean whether or not they win the Super Bowl. They've been that good all season long. They've been on that level. You're Jalen Hurts now. You're going to the Super Bowl. I think, I mean, especially with the injury to Mahomes, I think a lot of people would think that they're the favorite to win. I don't know who's who's the favorite. The uh, Eagles are, are are the favorite right now. It's funny they opened up at plus two and a half. Now they're minus two and a half. Okay, so they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. You've got a billionaire calling to spend time with you. Like at some point, you got to look in the mirror, and be like <laughs> doing okay. Yeah, of course. Like, damn, I know and how fast. Because again, his first season wasn't great. And he's kind of gone from zero to 60 with a little bit of a build. And then he's really taken off. And now all of a sudden, things just explode into superstardom. And now, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. And a lot of the guys will tell you, like, it, when you're in that moment, you kind of don't even understand it or appreciate it. Because it's just happening. You're also focused on the task at hand on top of it. Man. You know, which is he's got to go and win a Super Bowl now. And by the way, the line has now come down to Eagles minus one and a half. And I saw a video yesterday where the opening line was Eagles plus two and a half. And and the betting public vehemently disagreed. They jumped on it. Do you know how long 
the it was plus two and a half for one of the Vegas sports. Well, books. clearly it's going to be very quickly since you're going to. I'm going to say four hours, sixteen seconds. 16 wow. seconds. I will send you the video that I watched. Wow. And there's actually documentation. Like, That's how fast people bet the Eagles when the line came out? Yes. And, and so Jeez. if you were one of those people that got Eagles plus two and a half, you did it. Within 16 That's seconds. amazing. That is really something. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's uh, sort of where we're at here with, mm. uh, with sports gambling. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 